Hello, Good More Girls fans. Before we get to this week's episode, we're brought to you by Dragonfly Coffee Roasters. Dragonfly Coffee Roasters is 2019's best micro roaster. And you better believe that uh, Lorelai, much like all of us, would love Dragonfly Coffee Roasters. Also, fans of the show will know Dragonfly Coffee Roasters, Dragonfly Inn. Synergy here. Synergy, people. Uh, you're probably thinking, I want to try Dragonfly Coffee Roasters for myself. Great call. All you have to do when you're checking out is use the code GGFN, and then the number's one zero. For 10% off all products off Dragonfly Coffee Roasters, go ahead and buy something, check it out, and let us know what you think. Let's get on with the show today. La, 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 la. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Friday Night Dinner Podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Dr. Stephanie Sarkis, PhD. You can find her at stephaniesarkis.com. How are you today, Steph? Great. How are you? Doing great, thanks. Good. This is This is also the first episode where we're sponsored by someone, so that's exciting. That's yeah. That is very exciting. Dragonfly co- Coffee Roasters. I'm going to have to Yay. try their coffee because I'm a big coffee fan, but... And what an appropriate podcast for them to sponsor, too. Yeah, because not only does Lorelai love coffee, but the name of her inn is the Dragonfly Inn, and the name of the coffee roaster is Dragonfly yeah, Coffee yeah. Roasters. When I heard that, I'm like, this is just synergy across the board. This is just perfect. I did not even think about that. That's amazing. Yeah. Yay. So, I haven't tried You're their coffee yet, though, coffee. so I can't vouch for it personally, but it seems pretty good. So where, where are they based out of? Uh, U.S. I'm. I want to say Arizona or Colorado. I don't know why those two places, but I want to say, uh, that, yeah, huh. yeah. So that's oh, exciting. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's very um, but uh, you know, that that's all well and good. But what about the actual Gilmore Girls show? Well, we still talk about that and other things. Um, but how's the weather your way? getting cooler it's 83 today wow so i was able to walk the dog in the middle of the day yeah because usually like you know at this time of year you can't really go outside mm. in the middle of the day yeah unless you want to outside. so yeah so you want a midday walk it was nice. okay so how about you uh it's raining which is not that surprising it usually is raining around this time of the year but uh yeah it's uh 54 fahrenheit which is around 12 celsius so we're around average. You know, normally we average around like 15 degrees Celsius. So this is pretty average, more or less. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of, it's not too bad though. Like even though it rains, you can still walk around and do stuff. So. Yeah, I noticed that about Vancouver. Right? It's just, it's like, it's rainy, but it's not overbearing. No, it's just kind of like That's there. Is Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just kind of accept it. Yeah. Um... You know, just like uh, Gilmore Girls, it's it's just there. It's just there in the background. Yeah. Today I went to work and I was the only one in the office for a bit, and uh, I had I actually needed to rewatch these episodes. So I just we have a little TV in the office, so I just 
put Gilmore Girls on the TV, and it's oh, funny because okay. people kept coming in to work, and they were like, "What's this? I've never seen this before." I'm like, "Yeah, welcome to Gilmore Girls. You're gonna be hooked." Sorry. Right, and you're like, here's, and then you gave a plug for the podcast. Yeah, like, listen to each episode, stop, then listen to the podcast. So. I think um, the reason, the, you said some at work is, is listening to the podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm slowly right. getting everyone in my life on board Gilmore Girls. Sorry, Kurt's coworker. I did not mean to call you some guy at work. I don't. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, coworkers, friends. I'm like, it's funny because a lot of people have been coming up to me. I think because the weather's kind of turning a little more sour. Not even sour. It's just fall. You're inside more. People are like, why should I watch? I've just been watching like The Office 15 times, and I'm like, eh, let's try Gilmore Girls. And is uh, you still have the Office on Netflix? I bet in so, Canada. Say again. You still have the Office on Netflix in Canada, don't you? Uh, I we might. I think we have Peacock, so I don't know if they moved it there, but. Oh yeah, okay. I didn't know if that was. In the, they did that in the U.S. too. They moved yeah. Here, here's the thing. I'm gonna admit, I'm not the biggest Office guy. You, uh, British too. Uh, I've watched both. They're fine. I mean, I'm not saying they're bad or anything. I've just, I watched them both, and I was like, that's good. That's fine. I'm okay. Yeah, I love the Office. I watched the UK one. I, you know, I'm I'm kind of a fan of the US one. Hmm. Uh, see, I watched the US one. I actually really liked the first season because the first season just felt like it was just this silly little thing, and then they get so much into like. Get picked up either. Yeah, and then you get to like the second and third seasons, and like they kind of start to get into a pattern, which is fine. But mm-hmm. yeah. I've never really rewatched the show. Like I watched up until when Michael leaves, um, oh, and then I stopped yeah, watching. Season six. Yeah. 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 For some people, the show ends with when he leaves. Yeah, I mean, I know like the show goes on. I've just never seen it past that point. So, uh, but I, that's quite a few people. Yeah. You just don't talk about the season. Although I'm sure people are like just rolling around in their graves right now or cringing because they're like. So you're going to watch Gilmore Girls five times, but you <laughs> go and finish The Office? Yes. Everybody's yeah. got the stuff they like and aren't that into. And yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Um, but we're here you to talk about... To watch whatever you want. Yes, this is true. Clean Gilmore Girls. I'm hoping you're watching Gilmore Girls and listening to this podcast. Otherwise, I have a lot of questions. As in, what do you get out of this podcast? Out of curiosity. Maybe you don't... Have, but but we have great personalities. I think that's it. We're just amazing. Well, I... I really want a cheeseburger. You know why? It's because you like cheeseburgers. Oh, I love I cheeseburgers. Cheeseburger. Yep, see? That's why. Yeah. I had a cheeseburger the other day where somebody took bacon and they fried the bacon and then they put the fried bacon on the burger. Where are these magical burger places you go to? Are these uh, all in Vancouver? Yeah. Yeah. Just... Uh-huh. What they did is they, like, they breaded it and put in the buttermilk and then they like breaded it again and then they fried it and it was like yeah it was fried bacon i never had never had heard of such thing but yeah um but yeah uh we're talking about the 10th episode of season four of Gilmore girls the nanny and the professor uh yeah which is a uh, kind of like a follow-up to the last episode where we find out the conclusion of the last one that uh Asher Fleming and Paris were getting very intimate with each other. They were, they were on campus. Yeah. Where people are seeing them. Yeah. Which is odd. Yeah. I don't know if that would fly today. 
No, no. I don't think I could fly when I was in college. Yeah, and it's interesting because I think we got like a little bit of ageism this time. Like, yeah. Like the the when we first saw it, it was like, eh, and then this one it's like, Lorelai definitely was being a little ageist about it, yeah. which, whatever. I mean. I, I, everyone's got different views on dating people that are older. Some people well, are okay with it. For, well, it, it's interesting she went for that instead of the power differential. Hmm. True. Yeah. Yeah. Like there wasn't much discussion about. Well, you know, there's a there's like a, a understood coercion. Mm -hmm. But they didn't really address that. I thought that was interesting. But again, you know, this is way before the Me Too movement. Yeah. So, also, too, like, I, I also just feel like, I mean, age and dating is one of those things that, like, I don't think it's inherently wrong, but I think sometimes you get these cases where there's just such a difference in life and people are just in two different stages where it can be pretty dramatically different. But, I mean, so far for Asher and Paris, they seem to be doing pretty well, so... Go, go them. Yeah. He's a professor. Yeah. And power differential. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And she's still going out with Jamie, right? Yeah, which is so getting to get it. Yeah. It's interesting, too, that they give this storyline to Paris, somebody who's kind of... What's the right way to put this? Like she, I feel like Paris is consistently the underdog in her own story. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And I think now she has a boyfriend and this older man that she's with. Like, I think she probably enjoys the fact that she's in that situation. So. Yeah, because she has power that she didn't have before. Yeah. It's just interesting that they gave this to Paris and not any other character. I mean, I guess there's not too many other you could probably give it to. But you give you it to Paris. Go ahead. Oh, you, yeah. you, it's just you give it to Paris, somebody who, you know, would would not really... She's not going to really doubt herself or question the situation she's in. She's going to say, well, this is this is what works for me. This is something that, that I like. Because, yeah. Um, well, you also wonder, too, the how they portrayed her is that she did not have a lot of parenting. And she was raised by the nanny, which... I understand which nanny they're referring to in the title, but I also thought that was interesting that they mentioned the nanny and the professor because, you know, we find out that Paris was largely raised by her nanny. Her nanny moved to, what, Idaho. Mm -hmm. So you kind of wonder, you know, she had kind of somewhat a restricted life. Yeah. So um, maybe this is she's just gone a little wild because, you know, she can kind of do what she wants and she's not having to uphold a standard that she thought she had to in high school. And I, it's, mm -hmm. it seems kind of appropriate for the character yeah well in many ways now you know she doesn't i mean before she, it sounded like she didn't really have too much supervision from her parents but she had her nanny at least but now paris is kind of without any real supervision i mean she's kind right. of up to her own devices right i mean yeah there's rory and professors and other stuff but you know college and university is that time where the training wheels come off in your life and probably the most dramatic way i mean you're you're free to make more decisions than you've ever made before and i think what you're seeing is like a, someone like paris just kind of enjoying that freedom now that she you know has that and the thing when you're having uh you know moments like that is you sort of i guess 
I don't know. You you can oftentimes make the wrong decision, but it's a learning process, right? So. I think where she's kind of actually like kind of trying to get Rory to ask, and Rory's not not taking the bait. Yeah. Because I think that's part of it too, is that the the naughtiness factor of it probably appeals to Paris. Mm -hmm. Because here's somebody that's always done things by the book, right? And she's and it still didn't work. Like yeah. She did all this stuff, and she still didn't get into Harvard. You know, like like the underdog stuff you're talking about. So now she's doing something risky, and and yet still Rory doesn't want to know about. It. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. This is Paris's moment to like you know say hey I'm doing something bad and Rory's not dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is creating some tension between Paris and Ash or Paris and uh, Rory. Uh, because I think for, for Rory, she doesn't like being in the situation where she knows this information, but she has to kind of keep it a secret more or less. But uh, she does tell Lorelai. Yeah. Which is, which is understandable. You know, mm -hmm. I think like, well, I think she had to tell somebody. yeah, I think I don't, I think for the sake of the show too, it's like, you kind of have to have some, someone to talk to about this so at least you can kind of move that storyline forward but uh but again the main focus was his age not the fact that there's a power differential I yeah that was really fascinating what they don't bring mm -hmm. yeah or not enough but again different time yeah but at, all, at any time that was inappropriate mm -hmm. um we did get the return of tobin in this episode oh so. yes tobin michelle's yep. uh Rival, and they also have a talk about why Michelle is feeling insecure about it. So go, Michelle, for talking about your feelings. Yeah, and you know, uh, it, at the same time too, it's like this Toba guy just seems so nice. But I could, I think, uh, in the case of uh, there's Michelle, there's a little bit of a snake thing. Yeah, snakes, everybody, but um, it's there's something about him I think that's disingenuous. And I think Michelle picks up on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Michelle kind of offers to look after um, Suki's child, but, yeah, ends up rolling the kid under the bed. So. <laughs> and he was, I thought that was so cute that he was doing the, he was playing a crepe game with the kids. He's he's rolled him up like a crap and he's, that was, I thought that was kind of cute. Because that yeah. sounds like someone, that's like, sounds like up Michelle Daly, right? It's like yeah. going to a crap and Mm -hmm. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. And then the other thing is too is uh, Lorelai spends the night with Jason. So. And Jason's like, "Hey, it's been fun, but um, can you go in this other room?" Which you know I kind of get because as a fellow light sleeper, why not? Yeah. Yeah. And Lorelai winds up liking it, so you know she was kind of at first she was like about this but yeah, she's like well this actually might be nice yeah so. I think she's kind of like there's a lot of weird things about Jason but they're yeah. not like red flags or anything like he's got the dog that doesn't really do much <laughs> oh, bad was for the dog. I mean I know the dog I know that that's not real whatever but I just felt bad for the, the dog just seemed so sad yeah I would question, you know, the dog not interacting. I would wonder what he had done with the dog. Now, he said it was trained by a... Um, Buddhist monks or something like that? Like, yeah, like, yeah, or like, um, yeah, like, just monks or... Or it's a, uh, it's a monastery. Yeah. I can't remember the name of people in a monastery. Monks. Mm. They're monks. 
Yeah. Um, so it's, I don't know. That would give a red flag to me more than the staying in the other room. Yeah. But your dog's not coming up to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they they sleep together, which, well, at least they don't quite sleep together, but you yeah. catch, they catch the drift. Um, and yeah, uh, what I thought was interesting, too, was, you know, Lorelai wants to keep their relationship secret from her parents, but then uh, there's a little bit of that misunderstanding when he takes the girl to the dinner. And she, she's upset and he kind of like, I, I liked how he explained it. He's like, yeah, you don't, you don't want to be, you know, flaunting this in front like, of your parents. You have to, you have to bring people to this thing. And yeah. Yeah. So. I didn't know how true that was though. Cause I'm assuming that you can go to fundraisers without someone. Um, and I've, I've gone single to fundraisers, but you know, it's, it's, um, so I kind of, I, I was kind of like, uh-huh, sure digger, you know, like it, it seemed like yeah, maybe you need to go with somebody, or is it that you feel uncomfortable not going with somebody? Yeah. Which speaks to another issue. Yeah. I I understand from a certain perspective, like, I've gone to functions where, yeah, it's kind of sort of softly implied that you should bring a date, and uh, I don't want to say that it's necessarily fair, but sometimes people do get judged if they don't bring a date to these things, so. Yeah, it's really unfair. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not supporting it whatsoever, but I can understand where you can be in a situation like that. I've I've been in situations like that where, you know, people start to, you know, be like, why is that guy single? And, hey, you know what? Why can't somebody just go single to a dinner? But that's just, unfortunately. You wonder how many times people have stayed in, in relationships that weren't good for them just so they had someone to take to. Yeah. Plus one of those. Yeah. You know, and also, if you think about Jason's or Jason slash Digger's background, he still, I mean, he is trying to kind of stick it to his parents, but at the same time, there's probably a part of him that wants to still follow those rules. Yeah. So I, it might be that you don't go to these things by yourself. It's interesting that, like, he understands that world more so than mm -hmm. Lorelai does. Um, right, even though she called it her world in a previous episode. Yeah. But you see that he's been in it longer because she yeah. left when she was 16. I mean, they both kind of come from similar backgrounds, but unlike her where she left, he kind of stayed in that world, and he, I think he understands it a bit more. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. But it, you know what? It did end up working out for them, so, you know, good good on them. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, 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 that's pretty much the episode. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's good though, too. And I like that, uh, you know, there was a little bit of relationship drama, but, uh, not necessarily involving, uh, Rory, you know, it was good that, you know, we've had so much relationship drama with Lorelai and Rory and yeah, Lorelai still has a little bit of it, but, uh, it was kind of funny that they, they kind of love her like, yeah, we're just going to let Rory deal with Paris's drama this time. We'll let Paris get the spotlight. So, um, my worst performance. Too. Yeah. Let's go with the favorite and least favorite performance. Who is your favorite uh, favorite performance? I kind I liked Emily and Richard with how much they were. Yeah. Richard just getting so exasperated that they have this tour going on. Oh yeah. And Emily just can't tell him to go away. 
that they're just sitting live and people watch them. Now, it looks like there's doors on the dining room now, so why don't they just shut the doors in the dining room? You would I think. Mean, it's almost like Emily doesn't want to be rude. But, yeah. You know, why? It's just like, you know, Richard, just that, that exasperated kind of why kind of thing, but also he knows Emily and knows that, you know, resistance is futile. So. Yep. You don't mess with Emily. That was my favorite. Yeah. Worst was, was Paris. I just didn't buy into it. Yeah. I I mean Paris is not my least favorite, but it was it was definitely not a favorite. Um I don't I would say probably uh, my favorite would probably be Lorelai. I liked her kind of reacting to Digger's world or Jason's world. So I like that. Uh I thought she did a good job of playing that up too. Like yeah, he's a little eccentric, but she sees the charm in him. So, uh, Again, and then he's from that world. yeah, so, and there is some comfort in that for her. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh, there was that guy Glenn, who shows up in the newspaper, and he's just like constantly in a manic state. It was it's kind of it got pretty annoying. The guy, hat, the guy that didn't know how to put. Are you talking about the editor? Or the guy that didn't know how to make the paper hat. The guy didn't know how to, how to make the paper hat. Yeah. Yeah, he had some issues. Yeah, and he's just, like, freaking out over that. And I was like, I don't know if, like, they mean for this guy to be like this. Like, I just, I don't know. He's he understand the purpose of the character. I'm like, how does a guy like this get into Yale? Like, the guy barely seems to understand how to basically function. So I was like, I don't know. That's something. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I got a little... He's shown up in a few other episodes. He's not, like, a big cast member or anything, but I'm just like, this guy just seems like a weirdo. Like, I don't know. I about the utility of the character. Is it to show how much that uh, Rory is pulled together and can handle things? Yeah. Because this guy obviously is not. I mean, I didn't really... I, I didn't understand what the purpose was. Well, I think to the reality is is that like when you have a character like that you have to balance him like yeah you can give him moments where he's like that but you show me what he's otherwise like so i don't i think everyone's got like dimension to them nobody's just you know one person you know there's so many different parts to, to who someone is and i just see this guy and he's just constantly manic and weird and just i don't know i just don't like the performance like, yeah, I mean, I think it's why Kirk and, and Luke, their interactions work so well, because they're, they're just two opposite sides of the same coin, you know? So, like, yeah, this guy just didn't really play off anybody, and I just didn't get any feeling of... Well, like, yeah, Kirk is weird, but, like, you sympathize with Kirk. Like, he wants to get a yeah, girlfriend. Yeah. He, he, you know, he, he hustles. He, he has his jobs. Like, there's things that Kirk does that you go, I like this guy. There's nothing really about this Glenn guy that I like. I just find him annoying. Yeah. So. Make a paper hat is not that hard. No. Like, if you can get into Yale, you can make a paper hat. So, uh, that was that was a little weird. Um, Favorite reference. Do you have a favorite reference from this episode? Yeah. Um, when um, Paris, or not Paris, when Lorelai and Rory are talking and... Um, and Laura, this is the best place for this line. Rory goes, well, he's risking everything by, you know, being with her. And Lorelai says he'll always have Paris. I like that one, too, that's, yeah. That's a great line from Casablanca. Yeah. So, I like that. That's um, also my favorite quote. 
Yeah. Oh, and that Ponzi on Happy Days did in fact use the bathroom as his office. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um. Oh. I did like when Lorelai said, I'm sorry, it's just I, now I know who Woody Allen's next leading lady is going to be, because Woody Allen oh, infamously, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a little ageist, but it, at least like, it was one of those references where I was like, oh, yeah, because Woody Allen dated his adopted wow. daughter, so. Uh, stepdaughter. Okay. I, I mean, yeah. still probably a little weird, but yeah. Right. Still has implications for things. Yeah. yeah. And then that's someone who's just gotten worse over time. They're actually still together. Yeah. They yeah. married. I watched that documentary on HBO about them. It was very interesting. So. Was it was it about the the sexual abuse allegations? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. Ronan Farrow's gone on to he you know did the expose and was it Vanity Fair or um, about Weinstein? Yeah. Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was interesting that, like, you see that some people in that family still defend him, so, including uh, uh, his now wife, so. Well, and there's been some issues, too, with questions about um, parental alienation, too. So mm. that's, that's been pretty interesting. That, yeah. whole, that whole case, I mean, it's sad all the way around. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh... Yeah, oh, uh, favorite quote from this episode. That was, uh, we'll, we'll all, he'll always have Paris. Because what, what more perfect place to put that line? Yeah, true. It's almost like Paris was named that just to, just to get that line. They're out. like, later down the road, we're definitely going to have to pay off on this. Um, mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And you know, it's probably in the writer's room. It's probably like somebody just had this epiphany where they're like, oh, I always have Paris. Somebody's like, yeah. You know? Yeah. We're done working for the day, everybody. Let's go get pizza. Um, I liked when Rory brought Doyle his ice cream, and he looked at it, and he goes, what is this? And she says, strawberry ice cream. He goes, it has strawberries in it. And she says, I don't know how to She's respond like, to that. I don't, yeah, I don't know how to respond to that. That was one of my favorites, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I because like it's real. It's kind of like, well, you know, yeah. I could come up with something pithy, but, you know, I have nothing. Yeah. In the next episode, there's something like that, too. That's my favorite quote. It's just like one of those things where it's like it's it's not even necessarily witty, but it's just realistic that like you'd be like, yeah, I mean, there's strawberries in your strawberry ice cream. Like, what do you expect? She said it too. It's just like, yeah, the way she said it, it's just like, well, you know, that's life. Yeah, like, <laughs> like you Rory's should. really good at Rory's really good at the deal with it face. Yes, she really is. Um. Uh... Okay, not really too much trivia or behind-the-scenes tidbits about this episode, but um, yeah, any other mental health observations from this episode? Um, it somewhat normalized um, staying in different rooms. Mm. Um, I've known more and more people that do that, and it really has nothing to do with intimacy in that couple. Um, I think that if both people are agreeing to it, it's fine. Um, and I think it does help people sleep better, especially if, you know, one person's got sleep apnea. And if yeah. you do have sleep apnea, like snoring, please get a sleep study. Um, and uh, I think that it's actually helped quite a few relationships. So it's kind of like whatever works for the couple. Um, I know that there's very divided thoughts on that. But uh, sometimes, you know, if you have a job where you get up really early um, and you sleep 
you know, really lightly. Mm. Sometimes anybody moving in the bed is going to wake you up. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I just want to say that that's if if you're a couple and you want to sleep in separate rooms or whatever, that's fine. Whatever works for you. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what would you give this episode a score of? A seven. I mean, it was standard episode. I didn't see anything that like really was amazing, but it wasn't bad either. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? Um, I don't know. I think like the ages stuff got a little annoying after a while. They uh, played that out. Yeah, it just made me kind of uncomfortable. Um, yeah, I mean there was a little bit of like it's kind of weird because there were some hu- what's there there some humor thrown in, especially when Lorelai's tried to like guess how old he is. Like I did have a little bit of a chuckle at that, even though a part of me is like, eh, that's like. Not great. Like it but. was weird, but yeah, right. Yeah, and then like I don't know. Yeah, we got more stuff on Digger and Lorelai, but I don't know if it's all necessarily important stuff. I don't know. Like it just seems like there's a there's a little bit of filler, and not in, like the good way. Like the show can do filler really well, where there's episodes where yeah, they the whole town comes together and they just do some goofy event, but like at least that's fun. This was just more like, oh. This is more them being uh, adults, and I'm like, Ugh. right. Where's well, and like the, like the dining room and the people going on the tour, like that's filler, but it's good filler. Yeah, yeah. Because you see, I mean, anything with Richard and Emily kind of wins, but um, yeah, I thought that the they were going way too into the whole Digger Lorelai storyline. Yeah, and like really. And also, I mean, you you felt you thought the age stuff was weird wait until you know you get older and then you look at that and realize that she was originally guessing under your age (laughs) yeah um yeah that was rude that was very rude (laughs) oh yeah i was just yeah the whole the whole thing was just yeah like it just felt odd and it just this the whole energy yeah yeah like the, the whole episode felt off like mm-hmm. it's not terrible. It's just not my favorite. I'd give it like not a, the finest. Yeah, I'd give it like a five out of ten. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay yeah. Fair. Cool. Well, Steph, you can find over at stephaniesarkis.com. Gaslighting is her book, and Talking Brains is her other podcast. And I'm over at threeingreennerds.com, where almost every other day we've got new content going up. And until next time, everybody. Bye for now. Bye.